come on, come on, come on. How you want it, call Yak or Patron? Brunch with the boys, we gon' give you what you want. And what you don't know, we about to put you on. Come on, come on, come on. How you want it, call Yak or Patron? Brunch with the boys, we gon' give you what you want. And what you don't know, we about to put you on. Yes, we are the trending topic. Free relationship profits. Brunch with the boys, we the highest. Brunch with the boys, we the highest. What's going on? It's your boy King Des here. Another episode of Brunch with the Boys. What's going on, gentlemen? How we doing this evening? Easy. Yes, What's sir. good, everybody? It's Mr. Gentile here. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. It's another Saturday night. We hope y'all had a great weekend. We so happy, man. We vibing. We was on the porch vibing for about an hour, man. Oh, yeah. Just laughing, losing air out of our lungs. So if y'all not having fun tonight, get right. I got get a little handy in me, too. I got a little <laughs> handy in me, too. A little handy. A little handy. And listen, I want to give a special shout out to Insomnia Cookies. Mm. Them shits are fire. I was really? trying to get some for the boys, but right now everybody trying to watch their waistline and shit. You know, we out here trying to be fit. Hot boy summer. Y'all should try. Yeah, I mean, hot boy summer. But cookies are awesome. Whenever I feel like having a treat, I always stop by there. I believe in Waterford Lakes if you're in the Orlando area. You know. Yeah. There it is. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Hey, what's going on? It's your boy King Des here. And I have a question for you. Why boudoir? Because you deserve to celebrate you and discover just how fearless sexy and beautiful you really are yes (laughs) every woman moms brides and girlfriends your sisters and your wives your doctors and nurses and teachers image boudoir will help you celebrate being empowered Mm. image boudoir is the premier boudoir photography studio in orlando florida tell it our boudoir sessions at image boudoir are created and customized to capture your vision and as a female only boudoir studio we're extremely understanding of the vulnerability of a boudoir shoot, and we're here to support you. From finding the perfect inspiration to the perfect wardrobe looking to pose you. So the question is, are you looking to feel empowered? Yeah. Or do you just want to feel sexy for yourself or your significant other? Visit imageboudoir.com for a sexy photo shoot today. That's what it is. That's what it is. What are we talking about tonight, fellas? So, man, tonight we are going to get into fatherhood, man. And... All three of us are fathers. Yes, sir. You know, I think we all know the importance of a father, you know, being active in their lives. So we want to talk about some of those stuff and, uh, you know, do it the brunch with the boys way. Keep you know it all the way real. That's what so, it is, play. Since we all have kids, like I said, I want to start by asking you all, how did you feel when you first found out you were going to have kids? And, Jen, you go first because... You, your kids are the oldest. Yeah. By the oldest, we mean by way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of messed up a little early, man. But, uh, yeah, so I had my first kid in college. I was 20 years old. And when I first found out that I was having a son, I legitimately threw myself down a flight of stairs. Uh, got back up. Were you happier you were having a son and not a daughter? Did yeah, that matter? I, I wasn't in that mindset. I was like, man, I'm way too young for this responsibility. Not too young and nothing to pussy, though, huh? Pussy was good, too. It really wet, was. She, wet. she had that whap. Did she tell you? That about, not that that whap. 
Did she tell you to come inside of me? Because that's how hoes be getting. Yeah, they do. Uh, they don't care about you. Come inside of me, and she knew our plan. I want you. You know what? I just Get love the feel of just that so raw. So it oh. might have been my fault. But and you know, everyone—it's a 50-50 responsibility. She knew she had. She had that Twinkie hole. I know. I think it's more the man's responsibility. It's our seed. We have to be more. What? You know. Diligent on how we choose to spread it. Nick, we ain't wide like that, though. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but we ain't wide like that. Like a TV should do a lot of shit a TV don't do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is because part of our nature is to procreate. That means nutting shit. Yeah. So by pulling out, it's actually going against the actual act itself. That act is used to procreate. So you have to tell your mind, I'm not supposed to do yeah. what my body's telling me I'm supposed to do right now. Yeah. You know I what wonder I'm who. Ow. I wonder who, and we always get off subject, but I wonder who first created, you don't come in me, come on my face. Like, who said, because I'm sure it started off on the stomach yeah. and worked its way up, but who said the it was, face? It, it, was had a to be pro- it was a prostitute. Yeah, I was going to say, sure. do you think that, it was a prostitute a whore. Yeah, or do you think it was a man? Who who was no, encouraged by a prostitute? Men, men back in the day did not care if they had a bunch of illegitimate children. They just didn't want to claim them. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. there'd be a bunch of little of them running around, and, and those little people didn't even know who their daddy was. Like, mm-hmm. so if you were a woman and you had sex, you basically were saying, "Damn, I'm gonna, I could probably get pregnant back then." You, well, I think you should be saying that now. Yeah, I think you. Don't let me tell you something. I haven't had that conversation with my kids yet, but when I do, it's anybody, anybody you procreate with, you better, you better be. Careful, because they could be the mother or father of your child. Yeah. And it's true. And I lucked out on mine in regards to she turned out to be a, a fantastic mother. So, you know, I got no hate against that in any way, shape or form. I just think that because I wasn't ready, I didn't take the news very well. And then yeah. I remember calling my mom and it took me about seven days to tell my mom because, you know, I would just call her. And mm-hmm. I and I and I say, hey mom, what's going on? You know how life is sometimes when you mess up. You know he back. He doesn't call <laughs> often. Yeah, you know? and I don't call. <laughs> so I, I hung up the phone and then I, and then I called on Tuesday. I'm like, you know, mom, you know what? When you had children, <laughs> like, did you did how did you feel originally? You know, what? don't even worry about it. I'll call you back. So it took me. I broke it down. And she by knew. like day five, she was like, it's either. You're, you're dropping out of school or you got someone pregnant. Which one is it? And I was like, my, you know, I got her pregnant, right? Yeah. So Seems like it's sad news it well. to you. Yeah, yeah, the parents will because what can they do? But yeah, you seem well. saddened by yours. Des, was your experience similar or was it a more joyous? No, nah, it was cool. I mean, um, I was in a committed relationship. Um, I was engaged to someone. Um, and I don't think it's not what we, I don't know that we necessarily planned for it. We just weren't trying to prevent it. it. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Because we knew we were going to get married. We knew we were going to do all that. And so um, that that was a it was a great one. I found out my thing was the question you had asked Jen initially when he asked, you know, he wasn't in that frame of mind at that point. But I was like, man, I hope it's a boy. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's that's why I asked you that, because typically it means so much to a man to have a son. Mm -hmm. I got both for what it's worth, y'all. I got both. But yeah. My and we both do and we yeah. all do actually yeah, so that's I the do. beauty in this so we can really discuss this from that aspect mm-hmm. but um yeah that's interesting because timing is everything right because had gent been what were you 23 24 even no, i was 27 even better yeah. you would have probably been happy as shit absolutely you know like my second child i planned for it i was ecstatic i mean i went and did all the maternity shopping for my lady like so i was so excited in regards to just you know being a part of it 
from the beginning without any residual feelings about whether I was ready or not, because at that time I knew that I was a, you were a all decent fa- father, yeah. so I was good. Not a decent father. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> these people that are straight. A strict father support for yourself. Well, yeah, I, was, I was straight out here in this day and shit. I was straight, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't know, but. You know, you everyone always thinks like they're the best father, and, you know, I just want to keep it real with myself, like, because I know there's things that I could have done yeah. different, you know, hindsight 2020. So, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I think that it's more about being the best father that you can be. Yeah. So yeah. I think when people think they're the best father, they are because they did the best that they could do. And everyone's version of that is entirely different. You right. know what I mean? So no one's story the same. I agree with Absolutely. Um, you know, when I found out I was having a child, it was quite a surprise. Mm. Um, I was, I, I can't, I can't say I was happy. Because it wasn't something that I was planning for. Okay. And it was something that I thought was being prevented, you know? So wow. Yeah, when we you, do know. Yeah. So when you realize that something that should have been happening wasn't, right. and now the result of that is something, a responsibility that you incur, you know, for the rest of your life, I think that changes. I wish that, and that's not to say, and, I, and I'm finding this fancy way to say, maybe some people say, like, I feel trapped. Like I was trapped, but I don't want to say I was trapped. I feel like a decision was made without me mm-hmm. that I should have been a part of that conversation. Had because you been a part of that? Would you have gone along with that? I can't say I would have. I can't say I wouldn't have, mm-hmm. but I always wanted a family. I've mm-hmm. always wanted kids. So none of that was off the table, right. but I wanted to be a part of the conversation and I didn't want that decision to be made for me. So right. again, I, there was joy there, but it had to first come you know, once I got over the fact that I wasn't a part of the decision. Yeah. Man, I, I wanted to say that the nicest way because you did. I'm sick you of did. niggas always saying, you know, chicks say it, they don't want to hear, I oh, nigga, I didn't trap you, I didn't trap you. It's really not that mindset if you look at it a certain way, you know, it's less about the trap, more so it's just, hey, you went in knowing this and he didn't know. There's a lot of women who tell men that they're on birth control, that tell a, a man, don't worry about it while he's having sex when he asks where to nut. Right. That that's let's keep it real, ladies. That's a setup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And you can say and try to remain as innocent as you are, uh, as you want to be or you claim to be. But the fact is, he you knew something that he didn't. So that's all I'm gonna say about that. We got you right. loud and clear. So, what does fatherhood mean to you, man? That's a that's a great question. I think fatherhood means to me being a guiding force and the balance for their mother in their life, in every aspect of their life. You know, their spirituality, their intellect, their their social skills, their physical, all of those things, right? Being being a guide and a model for them um, to, to be able to be successful, the things that are required to, to, to be an adult, essentially. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I like that. That sounds pretty textbook. Yeah. For <laughs> me, it, it was different because I think mine has morphed uh, throughout time and as as my kids aged, I think my philosophy around fatherhood also changed. Yeah, we'll get into um, that. However, like out the gate, my original thought process was to be a provider, like, and a father, because that's what I saw from my father. It's not like I had a father who was out here just living the definition of what Dez just said. Like, he was someone who was a provider and every once in a while dropped some gems on you and then send you back into the house. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. was about it. Like, so for me, being a provider was my original definition. And I think that it changed into really meeting your kids at their level and 
trying to be that guiding force, like Des said, using your own personal experience and so that they don't uh, make the same mistakes that you have, just learning about themselves and, and trying to find themselves. You know, I find interesting you said not make the same mistakes you have. And I think your our experiences are important for our kids, right? But I, I, I find so often, and you were like this as a child, uh, a lot of kids want to make the mistakes themselves. Yeah. And they feel like that's their mistake to make. And when you tell them, hey, this is what's this is what could happen. This was likely to happen because I've been there and I did that. And you're telling the damn truth. But they don't hear that and they don't want to because they want to go through it themselves. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Is that good parenting to try to prevent them from something bad or to an extent where, hey, there's levels to this? Certain things we, we have to prevent and other things, hey, maybe we let them fall on their ass. Yeah, I think you said that. I think you said it perfectly. I think there are some things that you have a responsibility as their parent to prevent them, right? Like there's a learned danger there that is that outweighs the experience from making a mistake, right? To your point. So I think that you have to, some of those things you have to be able to be there for them. I think there's some things you got to let them stub their toe, right? Yeah. And I think part that of hurts. parenthood, fatherhood in particular, is knowing when to to allow them to stub their toe and when to step in. And everybody's kind of threshold for that is different. You know what I mean? So I totally hate when I kick something with my big toe. Yes. Yeah. It's a painful <laughs> feeling. You always try to keep the, the scream in, but it hurts. Yeah, I do. Yeah, um, I, I honestly think that when it comes to that aspect of things, I feel like there's some new age parents that really feel like their whole purpose in life is to give them their own individuality, right? And in that, all they have to do is foster that. And and they're going to play a more hands-off approach. I've never been that father. Like, I feel like I'm more old school in that capacity where, hey, do what I tell you to do because I know what's best for you. And that's not always the best. I think you do you, what you, you see. Hybrid, right? I, I think when it comes to parenting, your parenting style stems from the way you were raised yeah. mixed with the way you wish you were raised. So in mm-hmm. my opinion, I think you tr- try to find a blend for that mm-hmm. because there are things that, you know, my parents weren't cool with that I'm cool with, yeah. you know, and, and vice versa. You know, you mentioned our, our father who, again, wasn't overly emotional and he would talk to you. And if to be honest, if you went to him, he would talk to you, but he's not going to come to you and talk to you. Mm-hmm. And as a parent's job, and we all know because we, we are parents, especially a father, it's important for us to be the initiator. Mm-hmm. You know, it's our responsibility to keep that relationship there. It's not theirs because we made those bastards. Exactly you know right. what I mean? So exactly right. what did you believe would be a challenge or your biggest challenge going into fatherhood? Before you even had it, what did you believe would be your biggest challenge? What are you nervous about? Providing the type of lifestyle that I'd always imagined I'd want to provide for my kid. Oh man, that's and beautiful. How am I going to do that? Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly same here. Right? Yeah, I I won't deviate from that at all. I, you know, I don't know if I thought about that myself because my mindset there was I'm going to provide for myself. I'm going to provide for anything that comes from me. Mm-hmm. So I, I can't say I I was worried about that. I was more worried about my lifestyle change, you know, <laughs> the way things right. were going to be different because you really truly stop living for yourself, mm-hmm. you know, when you have kids, if you're a good and active parent, mm-hmm. you know, so you obviously have many parents who remain selfish and, you know, there are consequences for those type mm-hmm. of actions. So 
I, I really think that's what it was for me. My lifestyle change. Mm. I was nervous. You know, for me, <laughs> because I had my son in college, I think if I'm being honest with myself, I rejected the whole thought process of the responsibility, right? Like I knew I had the responsibility, but I wasn't ready yet. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so, I was there. I know. Yeah. So I was like, like, fuck this shit. I was like, listen, babe, you know, you got the kid, man. I'm finna hit the club Thursday, yes. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. She deserved you know that, what though. I'm and I sound insensitive, but she deserved that. When I think when you're a woman, you know, we talked about who's responsible. You let this nigga inside of you. No offense, nigga. You are weak to the pussy, nigga. I mean, come on. You fall in love. You a young nigga. You you were sprung quickly. You don't fr- as quickly as you knew each other. You know what I mean? And so, and my thing, it's funny. You would make those decisions for him because you know you're not on birth control. And you know, a nigga, if he busts in you, you don't know yourself to be infertile. infertile so why would you go that route? So to me, leaving your uh, son with her while you hit the club, yeah, bitch, this is what you wanted, right? Wow, man. But, but you know there's, there's not a fair side there? No, okay. no, there isn't. Uh, <laughs> I can't even agree with that myself. I think you're taking responsibility from, from, yeah, from the I man. See, I see. But, um, but yeah, not nah, like... I wasn't. Jen and I went to, to college together and I didn't have a girlfriend on purpose in college and I did yeah. not have a kid and he was everywhere I was. So, <laughs> like, everywhere I was. All like, the time. Like, straight up. And I knew he had a kid, but like, no, straight up. Like, you heard I, of him. You just I, never seen no, him. No, no, I basically <laughs> before too with frat brothers and stuff too, but um, I just remember being like, where's that little nigga at, man? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I would see him randomly and shit, so. Yeah. All right, so Jen, now that you are a father, what have you found to be most challenging? You know, I think the most challenging thing is trying to understand them fundamentally in regards to what motivates them, what means something to them, what challenges that they're going through day in, day out, and trying to be there in an objective, unbiased way. Like, to be honest with you, my son went through a bunch of phases, right? So one of his phases was he he was stealing a lot. <laughs> this man went through a phase where he was he was taking everything out of every store. I mean, he was going into Pier One and he was taking um, taking stuff out of Pier One. I'm like, man, what are you even stealing as as as, as a toddler in fucking Pier one, right? Yeah, yeah. But the reality is, man, like he went through phases. So I had to really understand, like, why are you doing this? I I give you everything. Yeah. Like, so what is the driving force behind it? And I would get more frustrated than really trying to acknowledge him, understand what's driving the behavior, and then really talk to him about that so I can get to the other side of it. So again, the way that you were parented, sometimes you parent and like a lot of the ways that I was parented by my, my, my mom was just like, it was anger first and then, you know, whatever happened later. Right. So I can tell you I've, I've made some missteps. I, I think that perspective is everything. I don't know if I would say anger. I would say for me, it came off more. You're going to do what I say no matter what first. Yeah. So it, it, I, I never got anger really until I did opposite of what <laughs> she she told me that I should do and yeah. will do. So from her perspective, that's fair, right? I disobeyed she in an order. She put the cards on the table. She's my authority and guardian. She's taking care of me everywhere I am. I wouldn't be there if it weren't for her. So if we keep things in perspective as a child, and, and 
that's why, again, I love my mom. I love the way I was raised because while it may not have been perfect in every way or ideal in the ways I would have liked it to be, it really was effective because you are supposed to obey your authority. You are supposed to obey your parents. And it, if you learn this, in my opinion, as a child, it's going to be easier to accept authority in society, in your workplace, and understand how to carry yourself in those situations and know you don't get to do whatever you want because the, the free lifestyles and that you mentioned earlier as far as how a lot of these new age parents are, are raising their kids, it's do and say what you want. You're so empowered. So they have no sense of uh, authority. You know what I mean? But, but just yet a sense of entitlement. And just to quickly counteract that, though, at the end of the day, if it's do what you say and, and there's no rationale behind it, you don't want to hear anything that I have to say or any input that I may have. Like, to me, are you even trying to understand me? What age does input begin for you? You answer that, Jen, you answer that, Dad. What age does your child get that their input holds more weight than, because I can't imagine an eight-year-old telling me their rationale for me telling them to do whatever. So I like the way that question's phrased. So are you, so is the question, I'm trying to rephrase it, is yeah. the question that when, before making that decision, as opposed to simply making a unilateral decision as the adult, yeah. would I look for my child's counsel or feedback yeah. on a decision that includes them? Yeah. Realistically, and it depends on what it is, but probably around like 14, 15, 16, around there, yeah. I would say, hey, this is something that has to happen. So tell me what you feel about this. Because they're I mean? coming, becoming an adult. Correct. And you need to treat them more, you know, with an adult perspective. Right. Because, because you're about to be their friend with some respect. Yeah. Because let's be honest, you're going to be their parent, but you're going to become a friend once they're an adult. You want them to come to you as a guiding source so you can't dictate as much. But when we are younger than that, no, nigga, this is what yeah. we're doing. And you can't take care of yourself in this way, that way, countless ways, and yet you have an opinion? No. And, and it's not like I don't, uh, I agree with this. I think that's the time when you're, you're probably looking for counsel and making a decision. I'm saying, but what is wrong with a parent to, to try to seek understanding from their child? And, and it, it, I think it's not codependent on making the decision. I'm just saying seeking understanding allows, okay. uh, as a parent, I think the child comes to this fact like, you know what? This person hears me. They, they care what I have to say and, you know, I have to accept whatever they say I have to do because they're my mom or they're my father. Um, but in the end of the day, like I got to you voice be my heard. concern. Yeah. You want your child yeah. to be heard. And I always tell my kids to speak up. Respect is big. It's not what you say, but how you say it. For sure. So, you know, I always go with that mindset. So I get what you're saying from that point. Yeah. Real quick, too. I know we got to move on, but, you know, something I think is different than how I was raised is like. I, I shouldn't say it's different, right? It's funny how you look back in your childhood because I think without I wouldn't be who I am today. And yeah. you said that, Jeezy, but um, I allow my kids to ask questions. Mm -hmm. And asking questions is different than questioning, right? Questioning decision is second guessing the decision in my, in my estimation, which to me is borderline disrespectful, if not completely disrespectful, depending on what it is. Asking questions about how things work or how I think when I make decisions for the household to me is okay. And I want to know, and I think it's, it's okay if I'm legit and I have, and I have some stability in the things I believe it shouldn't be difficult for me to explain why this is the I correct agree. choice. That's where the learning takes what, place. For so but yeah, when question, I didn't get that as a child though. So would the question <laughs> be, would the question be more dad, what made you go with that decision versus 
You know what I mean? What? versus? Or he could say as simple as, Dad, just so I'm clear, what are you upset about, right? Or what did I do wrong that's leading to this action? That's, and, an, and, that's an emotionally mature child. I, mean, I love that child. I love that child. That child's an adult. Of course they're not going to phrase it like that, but, they're gonna, <laughs> right, but right. they might just be like, Dad, what did I do wrong? Right? And then right. you can literally, like, legitimately take two minutes to say, listen, you did X, and X equated to this, and for that reason... You have to understand what impact that had, and now I got to make sure you understand yeah. with this punishment, right? And and that is a learning experience. That's when they have an aha moment, like, okay, I get it. I mean, kids ain't dumb these days, man. Like, they were well, never dumb. Either. Yeah, we were yeah. dumb. I'm exactly. So I'm saying they could put one and two together and then understand what you know. Hey, I get it, right? So that's all I'm trying to say. I don't know. I I, I always want my kids empowered. And I always tell them, never be afraid to ask for what you want. Yeah. I said, I, I want you to know the answer is not going to always be yes, but mm-hmm. I will respect you. And there will be times where you're going to get it because guess what, nigga? You asked. Mm-hmm. And I like that shit. I like boldness. And I think you need to be assertive in certain times. So I, I find with my kid asking or stating something, as long as it's hella gently and res- respectfully said, and then I, I can be open to it. You know, I found myself doing something that that I didn't get as a child. And I think you talked about it, Jesus. I think you made a great point where you parent somewhere between where you were parenting and how you wanted to be parent. Yeah. And so I think of things, I think I do things with my kid that, uh, my kids that I wanted to see happen. So like, there's times where, you know, I'm just like my parents, like do what the hell I told you to do. Cause I told you to do it. Yeah. I got time for no an explanation. Get it done. <laughs> and it's necessary. Right. Right. And then I sit back and I'm like, man, like, that needed to happen then, but I also want my kids to know what my train of thought is when I make these decisions. Yeah. And so I might be like, hey, son, come here. Hey, you mm-hmm. know, to my daughter, come here for a Let me talk to you for a second. And you break it down. Right. You know, let me talk to you about this. So explain to me what you think happened. Yeah. Right. Let me tell you my perspective. Let me tell you why I did what I did. And so they understand. I didn't get that shit at, at all. And I, yeah, there yeah, was times. There was times I was fucking confused. I was like, yeah. I don't even know why this motherfucker's mad. Oh, like, all no, the time. <laughs> no, at all. You mm-hmm. never... I don't even know if they thought we deserved it. <laughs> you know, I was that kid that was expressive, so I would be the one. But like, you know, I always used to stand up. We'd get a beat, man, and I, and they just trying to get through the punishment, right? And, and, I'm <laughs> that was here, me. and I'm over here like, but like, mom, for real though, like, let me oh, tell man. you my side, right? Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's and, not smart. And, and, and that never works. And and my sister's already crying, so she, my mom, won with her. And my face is as straight as an arrow because I know the game. Let's just get through it, man. Stay quiet and just and let it happen. Take so, these lashes, yeah. Yeah, he he did all that for nothing. It never accomplished anything. You know what I mean? So, but I I I think that's the best way to parent, honestly, to to come back and break it down. I think that's how we build emotionally strong kids mm-hmm. and, and with mm-hmm. all of the mental illness coming around it's not good to just tell people such and such with no explanation fuck with them and, and make them feel some type of way but never reassure them and, and restore them and that's where we're messing up in society so i think you're doing the right thing death and jen and the, the fact that we want the open line of communication i mean i think that's the best you could do as a father you know let me that's ask you a question though because not all of our kids are super expressive so like my son is not expressive like that my daughter will tell you how she feels all the time like she definitely has that that family gene right uh but my son he's he's not very expressive so Des, I ask you a question. How do you how do you get to communicate with someone who is not as expressive? You know, yeah, I, I don't. 
fortunately, I don't have that experience. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just being no, honest. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so I haven't developed a skill to be able to deal with that because I, I'm a direct person. And maybe, listen, and maybe I could have had kids like that, but I just think something I did with my kids, and they're still growing up because they're relatively young. They're not teenagers yet. And, um, you know, grow, like when something happened um, and they were upset, I'm like, yo, what's, I would talk to them. You have to tell me how you feel. I can't do anything if you don't tell me how you feel. Exactly. I can't help you or I can't help you understand. I can't help you. I can't help you feel better if I don't understand what's wrong. You have to talk to me. Right. And sometimes I'm going to give you once again, Jeezy, sometimes I'm going to tell you some things you probably don't want to hear, but I'm never going to be mad at you because you're honest with me. Yeah. Right. And so I think I've had to reassure that, reassure that. And, you know, my daughter is much more expressive than my son. But I what I do is I have time, dedicated time, not just dedicated. I mean, we, we, we hang out, but there's times I have my son, whether we're playing basketball, we're working out. where like I get to talk to him. Like, How's school? That's like, important, with too. This? That yeah, one on one. And that's the and that's the form where he'll open up to me because it's yeah. just me and him. That's his comfortable spot. You know what I mean? Right. His sister's not going to barge in. It's not with his mom at the table. Mom. <laughs> no, I so, definitely agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, my son is not as expressive either. You know, he he's more like more like his mom. Mm-hmm. And I think because I've been so active in his life, I've always been able to open that up in him more mm-hmm. than, you know. And, and I appreciate that because I know he's capable of it and he's not all the way there. But I think there's moments where he'll stop himself from saying something. Mm-hmm. And then if you push, push, push. He'll stay, stay, stay. But if you ask him and he says, no, nothing. And you wait later on, he'll bring it up to you and say, you know, earlier I was thinking this and I find what you said alone time to be very beneficial, taking a ride, doing some, Mm -hmm. running some errands. And and I always say, find something that your kids like to do and do what they want to do. And don't make it about you, you know, as a parent, even though we make everything about them in one way or another it is, but make them still feel that type of special. And that alone time, yeah, your kids will open up. I think it's important and it's up to the parent Mm -hmm. to foster that type of relationship. You know what I mean? But at the same time, the kid has to meet you halfway. So I don't want to shout out, you know, want these certain parents to feel bad if they're not getting that. If the kid doesn't want to meet you halfway, you can ask what you could do to help that, but you ultimately can't make them do that. No, you you can't. So... All right, so we got deep and we always go off, but I wanted to ask, again, we have daughters. How did you begin to view things differently in life once you found out, once you had a daughter? Uh, For me, my situation was a lot more complicated. So in my situation, there was potential for me to lose both my my woman and my daughter all at the same time due to complications, right? And thank God uh, we were we caught it in time and we were able to, of course, save both. But uh, when my daughter was born, uh, immediately out the gate, the doctor said that we believe she has a genetic defect. And uh, for that reason, I just want you to start to prepare yourself for what life looks like. So immediately... You know, I'm upset. I'm rejecting. I'm trying to blame everybody under the sun. You know, just standard denial protocol. Right. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, we later found out that she is, you know, has some form of intellectual disability and she's on the spectrum. And so how I look at my little girl is just like, how do I help her get to her dreams? 
And so for me, I knew that this was going to be a lifelong thing. This wasn't yeah. going to be, you know, an 18 and done type of situation, which, you know, of course you, you want that because you want to, I mean, all parents want to regain their life back again at some point, right? Back. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, it took me some time, but I learned to accept it. And it's to a point where it doesn't bother me. I, if, if, if I have to play a more involved role with her for the rest of her life, it's my fucking pleasure, right? Mm. And but for me, I it it's going to be different for you where you had you're probably going to feel like, man, I got to worry about boys and this. Like I I wasn't thinking about any of those things, right? Yeah. I was thinking about, okay, how do I help her get to some form of what she believes is going to be some form of normalcy, yeah, her best you know, version of what, whatever that looks right, like. Right, yeah. right. And so I had to approach like differently so mine was a little bit more complex yeah. i wish i had the whole you know bad boys situation where i got to come with a shotgun and and geez you got to play the gay uncle that just came out of prison you know what i'm saying i don't gotta be gay to I come out of prison I, well you maybe you like maybe you raped a few people no not, oh, listen or you could just be the uncle that cares about his niece or nephew or just a crazy uncle <laughs> with, a, with a shotgun it would have been nice if you were like i'll take your boot it's, anyway, it's all good but <laughs> That's Chase a weird him. request, man. Ah! Thank God I don't have to worry about that. Yeah, that yeah. shit. Chasing, chasing him away man. like that because it's a boy's situation. It's just different, bro. <laughs> what a, what a, I mean, you're bad indeed, nigga. I don't know what the hell just happened. Jesus <laughs> <Jesus> Christo. <laughs> what about you, Des? What was the question again? So how do you begin to look at things differently in life once you had a daughter, um, if at all? It was completely different for me, right? Because my, my firstborn was a, was a boy. Um, and so my, my, really my focus was, is giving him everything I could to, 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 to give him everything that he needs, obviously, and, and almost as much as he wants. Right. And it was about making him smart and strong and tough and, and all that stuff. Right. To be able to face the world. And with my daughter, it was more about initially. Right. My, my perspective changed. Right. Initially it was about protecting her like yeah. and babying her and coddling her and 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 she ran my ass until she was about four or five, yeah. right? And I mean, like nothing happened. I, let me tell you something. I killed by mine. Yeah, okay, like, I, know, I know. So so you know, I'm at the daycare. My daughter come with a bruise. I come home. I say I say to mom, "Hey, what's this bruise?" Oh, you know, they said the daycare. She had hit her knee. I said, "Who said? <laughs> Who said? I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. take it tomorrow. I'll take it tomorrow. No, no, don't take it. I'll take it tomorrow." <laughs> so it was different. But what I realized, honestly, at right about five. And my daughter was a problem. She was a terror. She was, she was, she was a problem. It was, I have to set boundaries for my daughter. Um, and in our relationship, look, they respect their mom and, and they know that she's been their entire life and she's a great mom to them. But it's something about when I speak, right? Mm. And, and when I say some shit's about to happen. And so um, I needed to set boundaries. Her thing was, it's almost like a puppy, right? They say, man, the alpha letting this shit slide. Yeah. I don't give a shit about nobody else in this house. You know what I mean? <laughs> so she was cool with me, but everybody else could get this smoke. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And so right around five, I think she had a rude awakening when I started really digging into her ass and popping her and keeping her in check. And the first few times, like, she was like, she was going to explode. Like yeah. she didn't know what the fuck was going <laughs> yeah. on. And, that's and, your fault. <laughs> and, no, it, it definitely was, but it had to happen. It, it couldn't happen at 12 or 13. It, it, wouldn't have, it may not have worked. Loose yeah. already. <laughs> So, so now so you know. Now my daughter is ten, and um, and she is a she's a wonderful, wonderful young lady and mature and respectful. 
And uh, I'm so very proud of her. But that could have went the other way. You I'm, know what I'm I mean? glad you said that because I think a lot of fathers tend to, you know, spare the rod. Spare the rod when it comes to the daughters. And yeah. I don't think you should. And you I don't know, you, you know, if people believe in beating your child or none of that. You know, I don't want to get into that shit. I know what I do, but I also know that I'm not sexist. And if y'all talk about me too, anybody can get it. These kids going to act right. You know what I mean? So I believe as a father, we have to lay, you know, that disciplinarian role. And I grew up in a home where my mother was a disciplinarian and my father was laid back. But I knew going into my situation immediately that I was going to have to be that or they weren't going to have it. So I, as much as I love my daughter and Lord knows her look and the way she talks because she's smooth like me. She can get me, but she also knows I check her ass, and mm-hmm. she knows when I t- when I flip that switch, she gets scared. You mm-hmm. know, and, and I love my daughter because she does so much to make sure yeah, I'm happy there. with her mm-hmm. that she never ever puts me in a position where I really have to get mad. And the few times that I have. It was me losing it for something that I probably didn't have to handle so roughly. But it was but so infrequent. You feel like you need to turn it on. It, it, that as well as nigga, I can lose my shit too. Like I'm a, a right, you're a, human. Oh yeah, I'm human and, and I'm hot headed. So you know, I really can say I have a great daughter. I have no complaints. She's almost fourteen. You yeah, know, high she looks next year, grown. Right? Yeah, she's going to high school next year. Grown like this niggas year. too. About seventeen. Well, I'm ready for the smoke. And, you know, while I haven't, you don't even know about him. Listen, while I haven't been be to jail, nigga. Listen, we'll see. We'll see. And, and I used to be when I found out I had a daughter. Having a daughter, I used to think about that. Too, mm-hmm. especially now that mine is older. And you yeah. was in high school. The yeah, and she's a good-looking girl. And yeah, she's a beautiful young lady. So uh, all that shit. <laughs> no, yeah, you know, no, seriously. Yeah. So all that's uh, a reality for me. Yeah. I don't have an ugly daughter right. where she, her, her thing is going to be, yeah. no one likes me, daddy, and she's right. insecure. I have a daughter that's full of fucking uh, confidence. <laughs> right. I, I, and I going to blow her up, Oh, too. my God. I, she came home yesterday from the hairdresser, and I said, what's up, baby? She said, my hair and my energy, and then she, and then she, then she put her hands yeah. up, and then I was like, "What the?" Fuck? I said, "Who are you?" No, it, it made me so proud because that's yeah. my energy. So, you know, I, I'm definitely proud of my daughter, man. But there, there are people too, all the mm-hmm. same experiences, and let's go into that. Mm-hmm. You know, talking to your kids about sex is the conversation different for your daughter than it is for your son, Jen. That's true. Like, first off, I'm not even having this conversation <laughs> with my daughter yet. <laughs> It, it ain't going to be time until I until I tell her this time. I think she's waiting for me to flip the switch and say, okay, daddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. She's, the only person she's dating is me, okay? <laughs> and trust me, I date her a lot. I'm scared of my daughter, too, because, you know, she's someone that if you tell her something, like, you cannot break that promise. And it, it, it's just a part of kind of who she is, and, like, she'll, she'll harp on it. So, like, if I say I'm coming and I don't show up, dog, and she calls me because she don't play no games... Dog, I'm scared to pick up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as I pick them up, I'm gonna let you know. I'm gonna make it up to you. I swear to God. I swear to God. you know. But for me, I don't think I'm sitting here having to worry about that yeah. at all. But what about your son, though? Is that a talk that you have to have? Yeah. Well, see, see, his mom is is egregious, man. So like, she's in the medical field, and so what she did, which is crazy as hell, but it works. She used to put pictures of STDs and print them out. 
That's and the best she, way to do it. And she would put them on the fridge. No, like, not on the I'm fridge. Like, nigga, people gotta eat out of there, dog. So I can't get a roast beef sandwich now. No, you can't. Put it in her. Put it in her room or his room. No, she would put it on the fridge, nigga, and and, and, oh, then, and then when he walked by, so he gonna lose weight too. Exactly. Well, he, he's skinny as hell now. He walked by and then she just pop out of nowhere. You're like, you see, that's that super gonorrhea right there, boy. So let me just tell you, there's and, a super and, version. Yeah, there's a super version of it. To make you but, not want to fuck at all. Yeah. So she would. She, I think she took that scare tactic, that shock value approach. Um, but she was always open with him about talking about sex. She, but the thing is, like as a father, I wanted to have those conversations, yeah. but she took that role, yeah, which was which was, which was unfair. But in the same breath, he went to her when his balls dropped and descended yeah. as a kid. He didn't he didn't run to me. He but, ran to her and says, "Listen, something wrong with my ball sack. I don't know." What's but going yeah, on. some of that though is you you working so much. Yeah, I so, was I was overworking, you know. and you know the her the mom her mom his mom was always with him it had a lot more opportunity and influence to, and influence right. to be there and while i was kind of doing what i thought needed to be done which was providing by any means necessary but so i missed those opportunities which i wish i could get back and i the good thing is that it's never too late to parent i still I, i've had those conversations now right Hey, this is just a quick shout out to those fathers. You feel like you know you missed your opportunity. Keep it trying. ain't never too late, man. Yeah. Keep trying. So, what about Dez, though? Yeah, what about you? Are you gonna talk to your daughter differently about sex than you would your son? No, but I think the conversation for her will come from a different person. So, yeah, um, I'm, you don't it, think you have to be a part of that conversation on some perspective? Yeah, but not at the same time the other person. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, so my son, I'm about to have that conversation. He's twelve. Somebody has a conversation literally in the next. Couple of weeks, yeah, with him about this. Now I know he already has sex ed in school, yeah. So I know this nigga know about fallopian tubes and shit, right? Yeah. But <laughs> the, all the science. I want to talk to him about, you know, what I told his mom is this is not going to be a conversation about wet dreams and nutsack necessarily, yeah. like entirely, right? I want to talk to him about turning into a young man. Yeah. What that means, like socially and culturally, like like you liking girls, dances, and then sex and kissing and being in situations where a chick might like you. Right, and you yeah. like a chick, but how do you how do you do that? So we gonna have a conversation. Yeah. We gonna have it's gonna be a goddamn series, yeah. right? Or you know, we are gonna take a Saturday or Sunday. I might take him somewhere, and we are gonna spend a lot of time. So I might take him fishing. I might take him somewhere. We gonna spend some time talking and doing yeah. something, right? And um, that's gonna be important. I think for my daughter, um, her mom is no, we're married, right? So yeah. her mom's gonna have this conversation with her. I think my follow up though, I think I'll be the secondary conversation, and it'll it'll probably be more about hey Adrian, let's let's go grab some lunch. And um, yeah, and we get out there because your perspective is oh, is important. I think oh, absolutely because w- your daughter needs to know how men view it. Absolutely, because the mom is going to give her perspective, perspective. And to be fair, I don't think that's the only perspective she needs. And I think our perspective may be far more beneficial than the woman's. Well, and that's and and that's why you need two people to raise these kids, yeah, right? That's that's, that's Daddy why issues. That's, that's what right. those coming well, to that's, that's why that's well why said. you need that. That's not and I'm listen, I'm not picking sides and I'm not I'm not no, me against unconventional relationships with families, but what I'm saying is there's a reason for that happening naturally. Yeah. Right? Well either way, just be there. Yeah, you I don't mean, need yeah, to yeah, be, you be together. Either. You don't need to be together in the relationship right. in order to parent be present. well together. Be present. You do you do what you gotta do. So I that's definitely right. agree. No excuses. I, I don't think I'm gonna talk any differently to my daughter and and then I would my son as far as the act of sex and what goes behind it but I do have more info for my son on how mm-hmm. he should approach it how he should right. view it you know what I mean 
and, and how he should handle himself, you know, and, and to be quite frank, what works and what doesn't, you know, I want him to be prepared. Like you said, for when a girl likes him, you said, if no, when, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's going to happen. Girls already send a note to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Yeah. My, he's had notes being sent home for years. He kissed the girl when he was six Okay. and he went for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when the, the mom called us like, Hey, your son, can you ask him not to kiss our daughter? I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry he did. And I hung on the phone. I was like, nigga, get that shit. And I dapped him up. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and it had, and don't ask me if it would have been my daughter, would I have been that happy? No, I would have been like, damn, girl, that's how we move it. You know what I'm saying? So I had that same thing. Yeah, the double standard. I went, I went into the daycare and my daughter had some boy in her lap. I was like, Not first that. of all, it's the other way around, baby girl. And secondly, you ain't going to have no, no other boys up in your goddamn lap. That's yeah. hilarious. He's my friend. No, 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 nigga. <laughs> yeah, but my daughter's talked to me about liking boys and mm-hmm. dating him. And, and, you know, she is open. We have a good relationship. Yeah. So because I'm open and I never overreact, that's the key to really getting Damn. the info. You can never overreact. And once you do on anything, you lose it all. It's, so it's the same thing with your lady. You yeah. got to, you got to, you listen, don't be judgmental. Yeah. Let her be a freak. Well, she yeah, if you're talking about her in the bedroom, <laughs> yes. Back, yeah, no matter about, what she says. That's your woman. That's yeah, your woman. That, yeah. that, no matter what she says. Yeah. Boy, that was a, a strong transition <laughs> there and back. It's the truth, though. Uh, but no, it is, yeah, you know, yeah. and, you know, she'll tell me if she likes a boy and, and what he, she thinks, yada, yada. But I haven't given her the full convo and I fully intend to as this while this year goes on because yeah, like yeah. you said I like a series I don't want to overwhelm her in one right. day so you kind of want to and I'm going to write my shit out to make sure I cover it out like, I'm, I'm thorough nigga. you know <laughs> what I'm saying like yeah nigga, you see this paper over here so I'm going to make sure I cover everything because I'm going into high school I want her prepared for her right. reality and her right. reality is every nigga she meet go try. 9 out of 10 I'm going to try to fuck her you know what I'm saying yep that's tough life to live. Well, it's tough to hear you say it. That's though. their whole life, though. That's their whole life. Mature, that's their yeah, whole but life. I feel like at 18 and they're not living in front of me, I can I can live with what I don't know. Ignorance yeah. is bliss for real. Right, you know? right, right. Especially in high school, that's when the, the, the hormones just kick in. Oh, it's yeah. raging. She's going to be one niggas, and you, too. And you could get lucky, though. As much as we say that, there are many girls who don't go and get that vibe and they wait until later on, like 18, 19. And I know mm. y'all making faces, but it's no. more regular than you'd actually think. There's mm-hmm. over here making his fucking face. Because, yeah, am I hoping on a, a dream and miracle? Sure, nigga. I mean, what, who shouldn't have faith? I but, knew it was bothering Jeezy a long time ago when that nigga was like, you know, I pray that she's a lesbian. <laughs> and I never said I prayed, but I was okay with it. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, you, you, would be, you wouldn't be upset. No, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, baby, listen, I love you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so. Yeah. Be equal, though. That's real, you know, and that's hard to say. How let's bring it there. How would you feel if your son was gay? Um, you know what? I had this conversation with his our mom, uh, probably like a, a month or so ago. We were watching some show on uh, on Netflix, and it came out. She was like, "I can't believe the dad is acting this way." And da 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 da. And I said, um, "Yo, first of all, you don't know how you would react." Right. And I said, yo, people have a right to be upset or uncomfortable with something that's not normal to them and that they're not okay with. Like people have a right to feel. And I feel like in this society, everybody got to be okay with everything. And no, the fuck I don't. If I don't like this shit, I don't like it. It don't mean I'm right. It don't mean anything other than that's the way I fucking feel. And I may know that I'm wrong or need to learn that I'm wrong and I need to adjust my behavior. But my point is, is that I get a right to be upset. Especially initially. Too. Exactly. So you know, for me, 
I mean, he'll probably get over it because the only alternative is what? So you're not going to talk to your son for the rest of his yeah, life because he, of who he chooses to have a relationship with? So I, I, I would like to say that I'm, I'm much more evolved than to think I never talked to him. But do I want that nigga at Thanksgiving? Hell no. <laughs> so, you know, it's a balance. It's a balance. Yeah, I, I, I mirror everything you say in that way. I would never even consider for a moment to lose contact with my son. So mm-hmm. I would be, I don't even want to say disappointed because, you know, I was a, a bit of a man whore in my days. No. So you just kind of want your, <laughs> you want your son to see, you know, that type of life and understand. And I always believe you make a better version of yourself. Mm-hmm. And I'm a pretty good looking man if I don't say so myself. And when I look at my son, I say, well, this nigga can do some things. And, he, <laughs> and he's been blessed in many ways. You know what I mean? And for me to be able to see that at an early age, I say, well, this nigga going to be all right in life. So, you know, I would be disappointed. But, yeah, I would never lose my relationship. I love that nigga as mm-hmm. much. As often as I don't always like him or yeah. how he, you know, handles himself, no, I definitely Can his boo come to Thanksgiving? Uh, and can he be his boo? Do we got like a nigga he go to school with? Or can he be his boyfriend? That's a I real question. I think he could. You acting all goddamn enlightened right now. No, no. I think he could in certain lights. If I were having a family dinner with extended family, my mom, you know, et cetera, et cetera, mm-hmm. and cousins, I probably would more likely ask that he doesn't bring them. But if it were just me and his mom and his sister, I would be open to him bringing them there. And even that may be uncomfortable for me initially, but eventually anything becomes yeah. comfortable. If right. we really think about it, right. we go through change on a regular basis Real and talk. it's always usually uncomfortable. You, you know what I would say too, is I think that, um, the world's changed. I think many, many years ago, right? If you had a child that was homosexual, you would have to be concerned about their ability to, to thrive in society, right? Yeah. Because of the way things were stacked against them, almost like being black, right? Yeah. You have to be worried about that, right? But the difference is, is that I think now you you can't say anything bad about anybody oh, no. from the LGBTQ plus no. community. They run in the world. They run the world. What are you talking about? Absolutely. And so, so you know, from any kind of professional, social, cultural perspective, I don't think there's. A, I don't think there is a a deficit to your child from a societal perspective. I don't think they're going to lose out on opportunities because no. I'm sexual. So realistically, it's you getting over your own beliefs. Yeah, is essentially what it That's is. That's a good way of saying it too. You because know? I was I was just doing a presentation <clears throat> earlier on this week, mm-hmm. and, and and we were talking about this guy called Thea, um, Theo, the the guy that uh, partnered with Elon Musk and created PayPal and sold that shit off to eBay for 1.5 billion. Mm-hmm. And and he's Big homosexual. Money. And he is a husband. And so you can prosper in this world. I mean, to be honest with you, it's not even weird. No, I mean, your sexuality anymore. doesn't yeah. matter. It's And in years to come, this the fact they won't even talk about it the way we're talking about it. You yeah. know, down the road, it's becoming right. that normalized. So. Yeah. so statistics prove that an active father in a child's life uh, can lead to higher IQs, better language skills, and thinking skills, not to mention fewer behavioral problems. Do you feel it's your job as a father to be the disciplinarian in your in your kid's life? And speak to those statistics, please. I think that, yeah, so two things. I think definitely an influence on uh, a, a kid, boy or girl, with their father is, is is something you can't avoid, right? It goes with that with that relationship. I think I've seen this in, you know, in undergrad and in law school, I used to mentor a couple of young men who didn't have fathers in their lives. They were yeah, young. They were I probably about twice. 10 and 12, uh, respectively. And I saw a change in them over the couple of years that I mentored each of them from really kids who had trouble paying attention to school and getting yeah. things out. Smart young men 
to being kids who end up going to college. One of them actually went to the U.S. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, and that's that's hard to get into now. So these kids are really changing. So I think there's definitely um, evidence to show that that involvement of a male figure, whether that's your biological father or not, is really important. Yeah. But but just with regards to being a disciplinary in a relationship, I feel the kid needs to get consistent discipline about things that the, that the house has set as rules, right? It's table stakes, so to speak. So... I don't know, you know, sometimes it's going to be his mom, right? Because she's the one who's there, right? She, and I don't be believe there, in yeah. that shit that my mom used to do with some bullshit, right? Go ahead. Save that goddamn ass. With, why you, first of all, you saw me first. Why don't you get this beaten out the way? Why you want to wait for my daddy to get home, bro? <laughs> no, straight up, man. Because you, what, you don't want to, you scared? Beat me and get out yeah, the way. Because I do not want that nigga beat me after long day at work. Because you know what I'm saying? Niggas lose control sometimes, right, Jeezy? So anyways, ladies, you have to, and I, I say this to my kids and my mom all the time. Right. Oh, well, they won't do this. Say something. You're their dad. And they go, you're their mom. Yeah. Hold as much as pot. They they lived inside of you at one point. Yeah. So you need to take your fucking chest, stick it out and say what the fuck you need to say. And if you don't get what you need, guess who got your goddamn back? Yeah. This big motherfucker right here. And you just got to use my name. I don't even got to be there. (laughs) I always always tell my daughter, I say, hey, make sure you tell your brother this. And if he complains, just say, I said so. Mm -hmm. And and, and he knows exactly what's (laughs) that. My name is currency at this point. So I definitely agree, Mm -hmm. you know. And one thing I want to mention is I don't think a woman can raise a man, you know. So I think when you have a son, it's important that father be around. And I think that's what speaks to those statistics. And that's why I really believe just the same way a man can't raise a woman on his own. You need there's certain things that the same sex can teach you. That I don't believe the opposite sex yeah, can. And Is so I'll, I'll disagree with that because mm-hmm. there are plenty of successful people um, in single parent homes. You don't and, know their issues, Nick. And I'm not saying there, there's no issues, but from meaning, all intents and purposes, yeah, from what you can see. Yeah. yeah, from when I'm talking about the outcome of the, of the child, the child in some way is looking to mirror what is seen right like the son especially i think the son at your man you know it, it, it doesn't matter what kind of a- animal in the animal kingdom they're looking to the parent to mirror what that behavior is right whether a child is going to be successful i think it's important that stability is in that family whether there's a man in the house or a, or, or a woman's not in the house or a man's not in the house as long as people are present and stability is there kids thrive in that stability i, I I, I don't think you're speaking to what I'm asking, and I, don't, I think what you're saying I have to disagree with. I don't think you a man can be raised without a man being actively present in his life. And if a man has questions and he doesn't get that from a man, it can change and alter where he goes. Not to mention, I don't think there's everything that a lot of things that a woman can even understand to help a man do. You get what I mean? And, and that's the reason why your son comes to you about certain things, and there's a reason why to some level... You know, from what my experience is, I can see how my son respects me a little bit more than he, he would his mom in that he knows he can say something back to her quicker and, and, and step up bad. Whereas he knows with me, I'm not going to do that shit. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's a man thing that he has to see. And then I agree with you that our kids watch us in mirrors. So, and that's why it's important to be there so they can mirror and see the good things that they need to that needs to be passed along. You know what I mean? Because then if you're not there... You know, that's where the, the all these statistics go out the window. Lower IQs, lower uh, uh, thinking skills. Come on, behavioral problems. How many times have you heard that? Oh, he's been acting out ever since he he, uh, he and my uh, he and his dad uh, he and his dad uh, divorced. You know what I mean? And 
situations of divorce and things of that nature, that's a natural thing, a normal thing. Do you think do you think that is a fact that the father's not there or is it just a stability factor like their life has changed and therefore because of that the behavioral issues have now commenced? I think while they can be different, they can be one and the same. Because they can be different in that case. Yes, you're right. But it could be one and the same if that the, the lack of stability is that the father is not there the way he was or the way he should be. You I'm know what I mean? Okay. So. Mm-hmm. By the way, I don't think you can. I think you need to define what a man is. Yeah. I don't think you can raise a 100% man with just a dude. I don't. I, I can tell you. I can tell you that if I raised my son on my own, he would not be the person he is today. His mom is an integral reason. He's the reason that he, the person he is today. Doesn't mean he wouldn't be successful, but that nigga probably wouldn't be emotionally available. Yeah. Right? He probably would be closed in because I ain't saying no soft shit to my dad because yeah. he won't let me notice some soft shit. Yeah. He don't want to hear. So, yeah, I mean, could, like when you're saying I can raise him to a man, I, can a nigga make it to college and get a job and shit? Yeah. And that's but what is he going to Is he going to be the best person he can be without, a, without his mom? No. I totally agree. I totally agree. And I, and I guess what I was just saying, you know, the departments and the differences, you know. So, yeah, definitely both parents it's are entirely yeah. relevant. And I think men should be more soft with their sons, you know, and, and open up emotionally. And I think if we show them that they're, it's okay to do it, then they'll be more inclined to do it. You know, a lot of times, like you said, maybe through the centuries of, of generations, it's been the woman who kind of pushed that trait and made it almost tolerable to where a man can actually find a relationship and not be a total ass. So, but if mm-hmm. imagine a, a generation of men who say, "Hey, man, it's okay to express yourself. Yeah, nigga, you can cry. You know, wipe your tears when you're done, nigga. Move on and what's next? You know what I mean? So, it, it should be okay to express your feelings instead of the whole be tough, be silent, be stoic. You know, and boys don't cry. You know. I think you, but I think, and so I think you're absolutely right. And I think this generation of kids growing up will be that way because I think we are probably the first generation of parents, not to say that other generations didn't have these kind yeah. of spurts, right? But across the board, I mean, I got friends all around my age that have kids. We're probably the first generation that's like, if your son's crying about something, hey, what's up, bud? What's going on? Yeah. Why are you crying? Yeah. Right? Whereas I was a kid, it was like, yo, you fucking kidding? Yeah. Like, my parents- We got cry for Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, it's, but essentially, like, the thought is, is this motherfucker crying about yeah. some soft shit? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think we're the first generation to be like, yo, I don't think my son's soft because yeah. he's crying about something. Yeah. He's crying because he's upset, right? And, and so I think that's, I think this generation feels that ability to be that way. And I think we'll see that. Sometimes you know? I do say that's some soft shit in my head, but I never tell. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes the shit, if the shit's soft, I'll yeah. say it. But if it's some legitimate, like I didn't get a soft or legitimate yeah. scare. I was like, what you yeah. crying for? No, yeah, you're right. There <laughs> are, have been times I probably said it and I couldn't tell you what it was right now, but it was, it, de- it was necessary. It was deemed necessary. It was some soft shit. It was some soft shit. Yeah. All right, so I want to talk about the benefits of becoming a father. And we're just going to run through these a bit quickly. Personal health improves. Apparently, uh, and I have a good example of this for myself, before I had kids, I never wore my seatbelt. You know what I mean? So I think you start to take care of yourself more once you have kids because, like, damn, if somebody kind of depending on me, if I die, That's I don't know how this nigga's going to turn out. That's fact. Because mama cool, but he going to need me too. You know what yeah, I mean? Big facts. Yeah. Uh, improves health. Second, active uh, your activity level increases. Because we know kids never stop moving, especially babies. No? Yeah. I, I think for most dudes, I think we're all pretty active people. So, like, if I didn't have kids, 
I probably would have been hooping more than I did, yeah. right? So I don't, know if, I don't know that my activity level would have been less. Yeah. Um, but I can see, depending on when you're having your kid, yeah. right? If you if you're you feel thirty something, forty something, having a kid for the first time, I can see that. But in your twenties, no, nah, I just would have hooped more yeah. if I had no kids. So. I think for me, it's always been so important for me to mm-hmm. show them and open up their minds to all of these possibilities, all the things that I never had an opportunity. I just wanted them to have like this YOLO mentality, right? Mm-hmm. So I wanted them to try everything once. That means get up out your chair, mm-hmm. stop being lazy. You don't have to watch, sit here and watch TV all damn day. Get up on a Saturday and say, oh, shoot, let me take them to the museum. Let me take them to a play. Horseback riding. Let me take them horseback riding, mm-hmm. which we need to we need to do. My daughter is trying to get your daughter to get on a horse, like immediately. <laughs> wow, um, I don't know why, but that sounded weird. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's the way she said it. I just wanted to. Listen. I know, but your delivery's been so weird lately. I don't know. I'm a creepy ass delivery. What it is like? Well, my bad, right? Um, but like doing activities like that and yeah. showing them that there's so many different things in the world that you can do. Yeah, right. yeah. That's that's. I, I think that's the best thing to do those type of activities as a dad. So stay active in your kids' life. Have fun with your kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ability to nurture develops. Yeah. I, I think once you have kids, especially if you have a dog, oh my God, you yeah. soften. Because once she, once that baby girl drops her whole palm on your cheek and it's she just done. giggles and, and smiles, it's done. Never. It, you, you know, you bond uh, and connect uh, forever. I You'll remember, give anything you can. You'll never get those days. Never get them back. Never get them back. Never get it back. It's all so t- different. Them all types of names. You know oh what I'm saying? God. They smell so sweet, they, man. Oh, that neck. Oh, my living gosh, in that dog. Oh, my God. Their they breath. Need to bottle that smell up. amazing. They bottle that up, man. Their breath does smell oh amazing. Oh, my God. They smell so amazing. That, is that why you almost want a baby until it comes and you don't want the work? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, boy, if but you could just hold one for hold three it. hours a yeah, day. That's it. Oh, that'd oh, be man. great. Rent a baby. Yeah, rent a baby and return it. And then when it turns like five, it can live with me. <laughs> you, t- oh, you, you teach gotta, it everything. You that motherfucker. Listen, that's you a business plan. You got to lease the own on there. No, man. somewhere somebody heard that. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> Train a baby. It's probably already going on somewhere. Yes. Third time. world country, undoubtedly. <laughs> you go to Russia, you get that right now. True. Uh, your risk for clinical depression lowers. So and apparently. You don't got no time to be depressed. You're <laughs> <laughs> busy. Busy uh-huh. as shit. You know the baby need a bath, nigga. <laughs> Soak later. This this one was funny to me, and but accurate. Your personal freedom strengthens. Uh, committed mm-hmm. fathers are less likely to commit crimes. Oh yeah, but I think it goes to the same point yeah. of the um, of your seatbelt, right? The yeah. self preservation, the availability to be there for your kids. Yeah, I completely right. disagree. And the only reason I disagree is because you was committing crimes. I'll commit number of crimes, man, in college, man. But what kind of kid. crimes, though? Yeah, was, on the behalf of your children. Yeah, it was on behalf. But I was, yeah. steal, I was stealing, man. Campers and shit. But there are people robbing. Yeah. At gunpoint stores. Yeah. And and, and gas stations, they're saying for their kids. You know, you yeah. are they justify? The baby's got to eat. Yeah, are they exactly. justify you product. You doing whatever you got to do, dog. That's not the right way. You know, it, McDonald's it, is always high. So is Walmart. Here's it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you wanted it. He was gonna throw me some bullshit, but yeah, when is Walmart not hiring? And if that one ain't hiring, I assure you, the next one uh, no. three miles away. Is. What I was gonna say is, assuming that Walmart is enough to take care of your family, I was gonna say I don't know that there's a big difference between the people who who stick a gun in your face and the people who 
take your money from your credit cards while you're sleeping. You don't even know it because they're no, no fucking Bangladesh. All that shit hurt. You know what I mean? I'd be, I'd be one of the latter. <laughs> oh, I'm white crime all the way. Yeah. Oh, me too. I don't even live in the States. I live in a place with no extradition treaties with the United yeah. States. Absolutely. Yeah. And if I get caught, I'm going to be in a nice place with a very plush I'm in jail prison. Yeah, 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 very plush yeah. living yeah. conditions. Yeah. Your asshole yeah. should be safe. There's, there's, a, coconuts tea, and there's shrimp. a TV in my room. <laughs> Not coconut and shrimp. Yeah. It's Tahiti. That sounds like a vacation. It's Tahiti. Fresh fish. The fresh fish of the day is my my what yeah, yeah. nigga that's me um so ways fatherhood changes you you become more affectionate do you agree again especially with your daughters probably oh facts you know and even with your sons when they're babies i think you're yeah you know yeah. until they get older you see that yeah. more man in them you start yeah. pulling back a little bit but with your daughters man i i hugged my daughter the other day i was like girl give me another hug girl i still do that you I know yeah, piggyback rides and yeah she jumps on my back all the time i yeah. said girl you're getting big for that i, yeah. I can't do that with my daughter at all uh, my back ain't strong enough you still yeah, you're back <laughs> but strong. you know what though i noticed too that just the maturity it's, it's funny to see these kids and i want to i know we get off a little bit but no just don't. to see the kids growing because like with my son what i'm starting to notice is because he's 12 he is, he'll be 13 you know within the next 12 months he's starting to mold into that young man, right? So some yeah. of the shit that was entertaining when he was 10, like my daughter, I can still just tackle her on the couch and tickle her. And she's like, yeah. <laughs> and like, I can do that with him occasionally when, when he's in that kid mode. Yeah. But I tried to say the other day, he was like, yeah, go ahead, Dan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he, he manned up on you. Yeah, yeah, real yeah. quick. And you know what's crazy I've is, been through that Daniel too. was like, Daniel was like, I can't believe it. I said, no, you got to respect that nigga, man. Yeah. I said that. He wasn't disrespectful. He laughed. He was like, damn, like, I, you basically like, nigga, you, I'm a grown, I'm like, basically a man. Yeah. Like, stop and you a man and you tickling me. Man, you tickling like, me. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I feel, like, I feel like he felt disrespected a little bit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And, <laughs> and it's funny because my son's 11 and he's coming into that. So mm-hmm. there are moments where he's too cool for any fucking thing. Right. And then there's moments where he'll start rubbing on your neck and shit right, like, right. you know would you leave me alone nigga? but it's only on his term you know what i mean and that's what's yeah. funny about yeah that. me and my son still playing like the game where you know you try to scare the shit out of each other and like i it's take a shower between i take a shower and this man has been sitting in the closet for 20 oh, minutes oh, that's commitment that's commitment that's commitment as soon as i grab my underwear <laughs> <laughs> We do that as well, we our kids, too. and it's so fun. Yes, it is. And I, I can't say, and you know, I'm we have two story house, so man, that you can't come up those stairs. <laughs> <laughs> you should. And I, sometimes I'm up there waiting, and I just watch them, and the fear, the, the they look so nervous, and they know I'm good, and it's totally dark up there. So yeah. no, man, it's the best game ever. You're not playing it. Tighten up. Oh, I love it. Um, awesome. You get really excited by small accomplishments. Isn't that true? Yeah. Come on. Think about when your kids Miles first Jones. got on the soccer team yeah. and and they lost all season long, but they got that little trophy. Their first word, bro. Yeah. Oh. You know what I'm saying? The first word, the first time they took the steps, all that shit, man. The first time they spoke. I remember my kids being young and saying to their mom, I wonder how their voice is going to sound. Yeah. And now I can't shut these motherfuckers. Oh, my goodness. You can't. <laughs> it is crazy. It is crazy. Rolling over. You know, sitting up, all yeah. these little things. Oh, you sat up. Oh, and you would really big that up. And it's crazy that you would look I, at it. It was, like a, that. it was the same feeling I felt like when my daughter first crawled. And I was like, she crawling backwards, but it's something though. <laughs> <laughs> She'll get there. They say hand washing becomes your religion. 
Did you agree with nah, that? Did you get I overly OCD? Nah, I didn't. Okay. Nah, I need my baby with an immune system. <laughs> Five second rule: eat this Cheeto. You spend more time in the toilet, but not because you have digestive issues. Privacy, because it's your you time. Your yes. Time. Yeah. yeah. You agree with that one? Oh yeah. Like yeah. yeah like for two hours and shit. Doing whatever you need to do in there. I usually watch a TV show. You know. Oh yeah. Bring that tablet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know. Prepare anything I may need mm-hmm. as well for the day. I'm making you know. sure I'm not using your tablet. <laughs> no, no, you didn't drop it. You didn't drop it. Yeah, yeah. You become more responsible in ways you never thought possible. Yeah, that's that's standard. That's a byproduct. Yeah, and and we'd like to say that somewhere, bitches are like, shit, not the niggas <laughs> I'm at. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. let's we, not downplay. Yeah, you yeah. know, doing well, the right thing. Listen, we can't, we can't. I mean, bitch, choose better. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, she tried. She meant well. Did she? I think that there are many situations where she should have known and could have chose better. But I also genuinely believe some bitches thought they did. And this happened, and that happened. So I think it can go both ways, and I think that's what I mean by that. All right, that's true. All right, um, you stop wearing white. If it's yeah, with your baby, yeah, man. Yeah, because you know you can't sit here and get that that reflux. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and get it back. And then they're always dropping something on. Yeah, you, I was gonna say you said just a baby, constant. like yeah. yeah. I mean. Yeah. You can wear white right now around your kids and, and not trust it realistically. But there was a transition from white tea to black tea, and yeah. I was very happy about that. In the the only dark color teas. I mean, <laughs> I can't trust white around my kids. That hood transition Especially really helped son. us out. Yeah, yeah. Um, most, if not all, of your friends are also parents. That is very true. That's crazy. Yeah, right? That's Birds of a feather flock together. Yeah. Misery loves company, depending oh, on how you look at it. Not all, but most of your friends. Most of them. Well, but what I would say is, I don't think that's because you have kids. I think that's because, nigga, you old now. It's like, <laughs> if all the niggas you hang around with is your age, and by default, these niggas got kids yeah. too. Y'all kids don't necessarily play with each other. Y'all just got them. Yeah. It says you are not as sick prone uh, and you, <laughs> because you're going to be less likely to risk your health. I.e. maybe you stop smoking. Some people stop drinking when they have kids wow. and their overall health Fuck that bullshit. Better. Actually, you drink more and smoke more. Turn up. <laughs> I used to have a friend that said, you know, if smoking, not drinking. Because I don't know if you could really be tipsy or drunk and really take care of a child. But again, you know, <laughs> no judgment. But she used to say that if smoking and being high helps you calm down, your child is going to take the vibe that you have. So it's okay to help you because you kind of pass off the energy you give. So I, I don't want to be passing this out as a parenting tip per se, mm-hmm. but um, you know, as of someone who believes in the earth and, and natural substances, I can see where that calmness can be passed along. I can be with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, but no one stopped drinking. It says that uh, you can experience a full range of motions within one minute. Go to zero to 100, back to zero. And you mentioned that earlier about, you know, being able to fight with your kids and then a minute later be over and be like, come on, let's get back to fun. Let's get back to love. Right. You know? yeah, I agree with that. You know what I mean? Uh, you worry about money, but not for yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's That's funny. It. Yeah. It's funny, but like this, I'm sure you, it, all, both of you guys feel like, like, I stopped worrying about myself, buying buy, buying clothes for myself. My focus just shifted more towards making sure that their mother and they had everything first, and then I became secondary. Yeah. You know, you just you just think different. I used to have to talk myself into spending money on myself. 
because you just every time you I went out, I was just thinking, oh man, I can get these for him. Oh, these look good on yeah. me. And I would go that route. And recently, I've gone away from that, yeah, and yeah. I've said, man, nigga, these niggas, I'm raising these kids to leave. I gotta live for me, and right. you know, I'll do something for myself <laughs> in a heartbeat. And totally ignore them. So I think you yeah. gotta be selfish sometimes. Yeah. And it's evolution. Find that balance. Uh, you never, ever, 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 ever forget to lock the bedroom door. Nah, I forget all the time. Me yeah, too. yeah. And we, you so know, we, we no fear of them walking in. We've yeah, all had. But, but you know, it's crazy though. Like. I don't know what it is. Like, I knew not to walk in my parents' bedroom, yeah. just walk up in you there. You think they know? Did you know for that nah, reason? Nah, it was just because my dad was like, you don't walk in my bedroom yeah. just because. Like, and once you hear was- that, that's all you needed to know. Because I don't think, yeah. uh, we we knew the same thing, but yeah. it wasn't because we thought they were doing anything. Correct. I didn't you think know? they were so doing anything. Your, your kids have never popped up on y'all? No. no. And if they do come to our door, they knock. Yeah, they, uh, they do always too. knock. Only, only, only my daughter, because she has this, like, this creeper, like the grudge type of scary movie feel. Like she moves in silence, bro. That's funny. And like you, 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 you could, exactly. You could have blinked, dog, and she's at your bedside looking at you dead in your eyes. You'd be yeah, like, that's creepy. Why are you that's, here? Oh, so that's where she gets it. That's, yes, <laughs> you, nigga, you creepy ass nigga. Like you passed it along. <laughs> oh, so that's weird. her. No, I'm saying, but you're the way you've been talking lately, creepy. I'm just saying, you've been passing the trade along. Don't be mad at her for what you gave her. This was lying dormant until she turned 14. Oh, my God, and then, oh, this one was funny. It says, your, defini- your definition of cool changes. You know, I think uh, your kids are different. You know, they're not who you are. And they may like something and they're excited about it. And my son all the time starts, we take walks together sometimes. And he, he, it's always video games. It's always this video game, that video game. And I find myself having to get into it so I can ask questions, right? So I can engage conversation. When you're so interested, it, it keep, creates that bond so they can trust you, you know, with the other things. And uh, I find myself saying shit is cool that I really don't know if I f- thought it was cool for me. Yeah. But it's cool that you enjoy it so much. So I think yeah. it's funny. That I turned into a cool. straight geek, man. I, my, my son picked up anime and Japanese anime. So I started watching a bunch of Japanese anime and um, picking up. I, mean, I was always a gamer, but... He picked that up, and then that's something that we share. I mean, my daughter is straight up on. She she went through a whole slime phase. Yeah. Like, how Big do time. I make twenty versions of slime? Yeah. And yeah. and I'm like, all right, I guess that's the cool thing right now. I don't know. But and, yeah. and, and Des, your son better than you in basketball already. No, so that's no, good definitely. that y'all have that bond. Yeah, of yeah. you losing to you know a twelve no, year old, but definitely, definitely not better. Yeah, than I'm just definitely saying. Than uh, you good. learn to think before you act. Yeah, I think this all goes into. Yeah. You know, making sure you're available for your kids. You're not doing anything stupid that, that will put your life for freedom in jeopardy. What right? about you watch more children's programming, TV shows? No, I don't do that. Now, yeah. when you were young, nigga, I used to watch Peppa Pig. Yeah, no, 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 me too. Never did that? No, no. Man, that's no. crazy. She had a nice British accent. It was, it was... You learn how to accept losing. And now, I didn't agree with this one because I don't let my kids win shit. No, nah, I never do either. Never. I was playing my daughter in basketball yesterday. She thought she had a wide open land. Man, I swatted that shit 50 feet that away. That was so unnecessary. You were no. ridiculously tall. <laughs> let me tell you something. That, was, that was unnecessary. No, it wasn't. Let me you tell let you her shoot it over you and make the shot no. tough, but no. you don't slap it all listen, the way out. Listen to me. I slapped it out, <laughs> and I told her there's no weak shit in there. Straight up. No, that was great. And you know what's crazy? She was playing with me and her mom against her and her brother. And for the next three buckets, she proceeded to take her mom off the dribble, lay up to the hoop. No, I so, agree with you. I think you raised it right. Yeah. I was giving you a hard time. <laughs> it, but you know, the funny thing is that shit changes at some point where they start to beat you at shit, right? Yeah. Like, 
I mean, I used to beat my son in every game. It don't matter what the game is, man. Just the other day, man, we were playing Uno his way. Yeah, and he, man, I hate his way, though. Yeah, I'm just he saying. He got too many house rules. You yeah. can't play Uno like that. You need standard <laughs> national rules, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Red, red drop, draw 12 on me or 24 or something. Dog, I literally threw the cards in his face and said, I'm, go, I'm going no, to No, but that's my playing. problem. And I know this is off subject, but stop fucking up Uno. Just play it how the hell it's supposed to be all these house rules shit. That's, that's not funny. how the game goes. But yeah, I don't take it easy on my kids at all when it comes to board games. So I believe that's you. Why these kids out here soft? Yeah, man. are you not doing them any favors? Yeah, right, nigga. You beat me before you beat anybody. There else. you go. You require <laughs> you require so many more pockets. You know, some people said they started wearing cargo pants so they had kids. You know, your kids always giving you shit. I don't know if your kids was like this, especially when they're little. Like, and whenever they're done with something here, you know what I mean. I hated that shit. Yeah, yeah. I think it depends on how old they are, but possibly. Yeah, and yeah. they always want you to hold something. Yeah. This one, I, I, I was a little indifferent about. You're not prepared for how quickly your kids become smarter than you are. So I, I added in with some things because it definitely isn't everything. But I think what they might be saying on that is that the kids become smarter than you give them credit for, right? And what I mean by that, because you say smarter than you are. That's just not happening right now, yeah. right? But smarter than you are, meaning... Mommy and daddy think this about us, but actually, I know that we're way more fucking yeah. advanced than or what they smarter than for. you were at your age. At that age, that could be possible too. I think we're in passing a lot more knowledge now than maybe they did. Yo, my kids got a, a walkie-talkie, right? You can yeah. leave it on open talk because they doing the one does school upstairs and the other one downstairs in the office. And so during the day, if they need to talk to each other, supposed to run up and down steps. They use a walkie-talkie, right? Well, they left them bitches on. Same was last night. Like they was up there, and it was not. I'm gonna get into detail. Nothing crazy, right? Yeah. It's about actually getting like getting the, getting me and their mom to make some fucking cupcakes today, yeah. right? But these motherfuckers was plotting. Like, <laughs> and my thing is like, yo, my daughter, who I think is so sweet. Now, listen, I don't think she's an angel, but she is so sweet. She is so helpful. Daddy, yes, of course, daddy, I will help you. Daddy, you want me to make you this? Daddy, you want me to cut you some fruit? Daddy, daddy, daddy. So much so that my son goes, they're like, you gonna kiss his butt all day? Yeah, like. I hate she was fucking masterminding this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, how how she did was, she say it? No, listen, listen. So she was like, so she was like, talking to my son. Here's what you need to do. You need to go downstairs and you need to ask mommy because you have mommy like caves to you, right? Like my, yeah. like, like mommy has a soft spot for my son, right? So you ask mommy. We all know daddy has to make the final decision, but ask mommy because we need her on our side, right? And then daddy will go to mommy. Daddy might tell mommy no because he knows. Then I'm going to come in and say, Daddy, please. I'm hearing this shit. Yo, today, and I didn't say shit. Today they executed that shit. They executed it. Was it a good plan? You know what? I let it go. I let it happen. It was cute, man. Why not? Because I appreciate, there was no disrespect anywhere. It was was manipulating relationships. But my point was like, my son was like a fucking extra that she hired yeah. for this fucking production. Yeah, I sourced the job. Like, hey, listen, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got, no, I got yeah. a plan for you. No, nigga, don't the talk. Job for you. Do what I'm telling you to do, right? That's and dope. the shit went on perfectly. Shit, That's dope. But there is times that your kids can be smarter. Like my son, I mean, when he was 16 in AP classes or 17 in AP classes, and they were hitting algebra and shit and going back and he, he doing like calc and shit. And he's like, Dad, can you help me with this shit? And I'm like, Oh, well, that's different. Yeah, I'm talking about life. Though. Yeah, because yeah, right? realistically, you could do it back then too, and you did right. it. 
Back you just then. can't remember that shit. I can't, I can't, can't remember that shit. None of it. We were taught to learn and, and, and be make sure that we're capable of it. Right. You don't need geometry in your everyday no, life. You don't remember that shit. <laughs> Not at all. Get the fuck out of here, man. So, no, I don't agree with that sort of shit in that way. But, yeah, I think more in life, you know, there are things that your kid are, is going to be better at. I'm, for sure, my son's going to be better at playing video games than my ass. So, yeah, if you talk about that. He's smarter than me, but no, not in every way. More talented sometimes. And more talented yeah. in other ways, for sure. Yes. You hope that. You want that. Yo. If you're a good father. I'm going to show you guys. I haven't showed you guys. Yo, my son is a is an excellent artist, like when it comes to drawing things with pencil and shading. And we never put that nigga in a class. Mm-hmm. He never asked us for anything. He would just use his money, and he'd be like, Dad, can you take me to the store? I'm like, what you want? He's like, oh, I want to get us some pads and some pencils. I'm like, you got a project or something? He's like, yeah, something like that. Right, he always downplayed that shit. Yeah. And then I was in his room the other day cleaning up, and I knew he drew. Like, I would see little shit around the house. But this motherfucker has like three or four books. And like, if you go through there, he's got characters he's made up, the Joker, he's got cars, he's got swords, anything like you can imagine. Yeah. Um, and it's just incredible. I can't draw shit but Bart Simpson, and y'all know that, yeah, right? Yeah. I got one thing I can draw, and I, I can't even draw it. the fucking body. Yeah. I can't yeah. see <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can put a cap on that bitch, nigga. You can make him with dress, nigga, but it's the same. You know, you had a little but, but my point is, is that I couldn't draw yeah. any of the things I saw in my son's books. That's crazy. And I, I love that. And I don't know where he learned this at. Like, because his mom can't draw shit either. Yeah, yeah, and this is real dad. Yeah. So, and, sometimes they, <laughs> and sometimes they upgrade because I'm, I'm a big drawer too. And my son is phenomenal. Like, he, mm-hmm. he, He's certified in Adobe, all Adobe platforms, right? Mm-hmm. And and he has he has a digital pad and he's drawing that stuff into Illustrator, man. And it's like amazing what he can do. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's he made me look like I was in second grade based drawing on some stick of the figures because that's what I'd be drawing. <laughs> no, I say? think that I say drawing stick figures because that's what I'd be drawing. <laughs> but I, I really think that stuff is embedded yeah. in him, and it comes from not necessarily you, but your ancestors, yeah. your bloodline. So, you know, talent exists within us and yes. many different talents. Yes. I mean, we all have careers and yet we enjoy this creative output here, you know, even mm-hmm. on a podcast. And, you know, I can hoop, you know, your jumper all right, depending on the day. And, you know, the same with that. So, you know, I think you can be good at a lot of things. So it is great and interesting to see our, our kids do that. And I want my kids to be better at everything than I am. You Absolutely. know, ultimately, I just got to remind them that day hasn't come yet. So. Yeah, I got a question. I know we, I know we kind of finished going through some of the stuff we want to talk no, about. No, we done. We good. Do you think that? And maybe this is we can stop and we. Yeah. Want to stop or keep it going? Like kitchen. No, yeah, no, okay, you, cool. Kitchen. Talk. Yeah. Okay, so you can edit it then. But okay. um, do you think it's important? So like, like his mom, my son's, my son's mom, my son's mom gets mad at me, and my daughter must have got the same mom. But um, no, no, she, no nigga shit over here. <laughs> She gets mad at me because she thinks I'm too tough on him, right? And what I mean by that is, like, for instance, his goal is to play football and basketball in college. That's his goal, right? Yeah. I was like, nigga, you got to pick one, right? You can play both, but, like, you got to have one you, you you look at. it. But that's his goal, right? And so as far as I'm concerned, he asked me. So when he said that to me, I said, well, you want to do that? He says, people have done that before, right? He's like, what about Julius Peppers? I read about Julius Peppers. He played in North Carolina football and basketball. He and he was a freaking all-pro in the NFL. He was. And so he was like... If he did it, why can't I do it? It's like, well, shit, you you right, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I said, but that's a different level of dedication. So when we play, like, we, we practice football stuff because that's his main sport. But like, when we play basketball for our day, 
I don't take it easy on him. Yeah. If his handles is weak, I swat that shit into the grass and make him get it. If his jump or his drive is weak, I swat that shit out. Now, if I know that the, he's got a good move, he's going strong, the only reason I'm getting is because I'm bigger than him, yeah. then I let that shit rock. Gotcha. But if he goes up soft or his handles is weak, I swat that shit yeah. out. And I'm like, that shit is weak. Get it out of here. And so his mama watches playing. She's like, yo, you're being too serious. I said, well, how the fuck you think you're going to get to be with Julia Pepper? So you think motherfuckers are going to play with you? Yeah. At some point, somebody's going to be like, yo, you fucking weak and you ain't yeah, doing shit. If you learn that way, then you'll never be able to... So you all agree with that, Prince? I definitely agree. That's, you, it's like practice. You play how you practice. And if you practice weak shit, when you get out there, that's where you're going to be putting up and right. niggas going, who's not, who are not their father, are, it's going to kill right. that shit. You know right. what I mean? And you used to always make us play older kids. And I used to hate it. But you were always right. Because I used to... Oh, y'all hooped? Yeah, when we was hooping, he'd always team us up together against two older people. And I'd be like, man, we could have split this up. He was like, no, nah, man. And you were always fearless in that way. And I was always like, man, let's gent. make it fair. I'm talking about gent. So it was funny that whenever we played, we always played hard. And a lot of times we won those. Mm-hmm. And I think you become better when yeah. you challenge yourself and you, 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 you challenge yourself beyond your capability, beyond your level, and, and that will up your level versus mm-hmm. you downplaying. And that would have really pacified him and wouldn't have helped him grow. So, yeah, yeah slap that weak shit out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I did so. it to my daughter and you judged me earlier. No, I mean, That's daughter, girl, though, God, you I just <laughs> said, let her get it off, dog. I'm not saying. <laughs> you notice how we all look at you at the same time? Like, I'm not saying let it be easy. Right. Keep your hand up high. Listen, stay vertical, you, but don't you, block it. If you raise your daughters like you raise your sons, they give, they got even better advantage when it comes to sports. I hear because you. Because a lot of these girls out here are soft. I agree. And, like, and, then, and then they can't find no man, dog. Listen, <laughs> but then the ones that's not soft, you're like, man, that bitch got an attitude or she aggressive. You damn right she is. Yeah. yeah. She got that dog in her. Yeah. Her and daddy she, yeah. gave her that. And yeah. she's 40 and single. I understand. <laughs> Not necessarily. I, I disagree with you. Nah, I definitely. Let me tell you something. My daughter is about 35. I'll help her get some dick by 35. Well, first off, I don't even like I don't even know how you could help that. So I don't know. Nah, Because nah, you don't want to go into old age by herself and not being the miles. It's going to be how she feels. That's the thing. No, my point is if she so, wants to, she hasn't been able to. Exactly. And I would help her in yeah. whatever way I could. But, but yeah, I don't think yeah, 18 be lonely, bitch. No. I, I definitely don't think you are. You're going to have the opposite of that problem. So No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. No, I'm not. I told you, you I'm going to make her big and strong like a training. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Damn. Shit. Yeah. They getting somewhere yeah. training getting fucked right now. So I hear you. You know, I, I just think. We respect you know, everybody, by the way. Right, yeah. Clearly. And that's why we're talking like this. Yeah. But yeah, I just think you got to be the best father you can be. Um, be like your dad. If you had a good dad, if you didn't have a dad and that nigga went around, be the dad you wanted him to be. Mm-hmm. You know, but, you know, just don't box yourself in. That's all I say when it comes to fatherhood. Ladies, this shit matters to us the same way motherhood matters to most of y'all. Because all y'all motherfuckers ain't really all that motherly either. But, right. you know, I digress. But, uh, yeah, man, this shit is real, man. Yeah. I love these kids. Man, shout out to the good fathers out there. You know, I think a lot of times dads get a bad rap, right? Because I think there's so many dads who are not doing what they need to to do right by their kids. I think, unfortunately, though, we don't pay any attention to the dads who are doing exactly what they're supposed sure. to do, right? Which is being there every day, which is being there a guy. Doesn't mean they with the mom, right? That's not a requirement, right? But the requirement is that you are present and available on a consistent basis in your child's life. And so for all the dudes doing that, we salute you. We appreciate you. For sure. And I'll right. keep it simple, man. They're a blessing. Treat them like that. Like, and that's not it. guaranteed. All of y'all sure. got one, clearly. And, you know, I was watching, listening to Jude Law on the radio before we go we'll wrap it up real quick. And it was Feel Good Friday. 
And I shout out to that show. I love that show. I love Feel Good Friday. Someone was calling in. They call in and say what they're happy for. But he was happy because he got a hand job on the ride home on 95 from his wife and his girl. And he Good was show. so happy about it. That's special. And, and Drew broke the whole situation down. His dad died from COVID. And they were coming from the funeral. And she was... You know, she was like, what can make you happy? And he said he started rubbing on her. She was like, all right, let's do it then. And he was so happy. He was bigging her up. She was right there next to him. You know what I'm saying? She caught, he, he said she caught the, uh, his nut half in the hand and she slurped the rest up. Mm. And, and, and Jude and the, the, the guest speaker, she was even impressed. She said, that's a keeper, man. You know, it's the little things, ladies. And, and we always talk about the power of a hand job. It's that easy. And yo, man, if he yeah. was talking about I'm her like she had fucking made him like it was his mom she was like man she takes care of everything she paid for this trip like i really love her and as much as he said all those things what encouraged it what warned it was the fucking hand job ho hear the underlying message the hand job kept them close that was he in love with her right now and that hand job had a big factor so that's i just want to leave i just want to know how that even tied into fatherhood but you know i hear you to me, he's a good father. She said he was taking care of her kids, and she was a good mother, etc. She's appreciative. She's appreciative of the good man she has. Good Shit, man. hell yeah. yeah! You better jack that nigga off if you love him. Yeah, that's and it's easy, ladies. Shit, five yeah, minutes. If that. Two. Oh God. And on that note, Explosion. hey, so <laughs> subscribe on any platform. We are on YouTube, huge presence. We are on Apple, YouTube? Spotify, Google, Spotify? every podcast platform. Google. Google Brunch with the boys. Uh, on the socials, hey, catch us on Instagram at, at Brunch with Boys. On Facebook, type Brunch with the Boys. On Twitter, hit us at Boys with a Z underscore Brunch. Keep tuning in. Tell a friend. Yeah. Coffee and brunch. We can have a conversations over coffee and brunch. 